Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, and this is Pastor Lenny. And I am so glad to be with you here this morning. And thank you for joining uh, New Life Ministry and um, our uh, Tuesday and Thursday live streams. You know, we're, we're all about Jesus. We're all about Jesus here. It's all about him. It's all about what he has done. It's all about what he has provided for us through being God the Father's perfect sacrifice and perfect offering. And, you know, if you walk in that union with Christ and in that new and better covenant of grace, believing in our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, you're going to find out how very good life is. Life is good. You're going to find out what that life more abundantly is. And that's what our ministry is all about. Showing you, you, who you really are. How you're just like the great I am. You know, there's that verse in 1 John chapter 4, verse 17 where it tells us, here's love perfected, that we have boldness to stand before our God. Because as Jesus is, so are we in this world right now. And um, it's important to know that that's right now. It's not one day in the, in the great old by and by. It's right now. And the more you know about what was that, honey? My, it's still echoing. It's still echoing. Hmm. I don't know why it's echoing. Uh, what am I going to do? All right, hopefully it's not echoing now. We don't want it to echo. So anyway, the more you find out about Jesus and the, the more you find out about his love, you find out that he is madly and uh, hopelessly in love with you. You're the love of his life. You really are. And uh, at New Life Ministry, it's, it's, it's our desire to show you the real you, the true you, who you are in Christ. And that's why we call it First Aid for the Heart of Man. And um, hope that you're blessed with today's live stream. And I want to, again, let you guys know how very much I, I love you and appreciate you. And uh, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Lori and I, New Life Ministry, we could not be if it wasn't for you, for your, your, your wonderful messages, your encouragement, your thoughts, your prayers, and your financial blessings. And we are truly, truly grateful for you guys. And, and soon I'm going to figure out the, uh, the sound, the audio issues, but I think right now there should not be an echo. Is that right, Lori? Correct. Lori's here, and uh, hopefully on Thursday, you know, she'll be able to join us live, and she'll be sitting by my side. And, and just remember, you can find out everything you need to find out on our website. Church service times, midweek service times, um, previous videos, podcasts, and, and also our live stream. 
And um, that's also where you can visit um, our giving section for those of you who are looking for, for ways uh, in which you can do that. So anyway, I wanted to, you know, I don't know how this is going to come out. Um, because these are thoughts that are just coming to me. Um, things that I've been thinking about. But but the, there's some thoughts that are just coming to me. And um, uh, how do I say this? I've been around a lot of people lately. Both uh, in person and also I've been in, in communication with a lot of people. Many people uh, on the phone. And there is a lot of... Let's just face it, there's a lot of need in the body of Christ today. There's a lot of need amongst God's children. And, you know, we know the word of God is true. We know the word of God is true. We know that by his stripes, we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53. And we know that 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 tells us that by those stripes, we were healed. And we know from... Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 that Paul tells us that he became a curse to redeem us from the curse of the law of sin and of death because it tells us that cursed is any man that hangs on a, on a tree now he, he redeemed us from the curse of the law of sin and of death and we all know that that can be found in Deuteronomy chapter 28 where it tells us if you do these things then I, God, will do these things. And there's the blessings and the curses. And God removed that covenant. That covenant has been, has been removed. Not only has it been made obsolete, it's, it's gone. It's, been, it's disappeared. It's just a shame that many of his children don't understand that the Bible, yes, indeed, is true from cover to cover. But not all truth is for you and I. Not all truth is for us. For instance, that old covenant is not for us anymore. It is not for us. It has become obsolete and it has disappeared. And now we operate in the new and better covenant of, of grace with, through faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's where we operate. And, um, you know, I guess because the Bible is true, people just don't understand these things. They don't understand covenants and, and and they live in mixture and they live in both places and they and they live in confusion and uh you know Lori and i for instance we were we were visiting some people the other day and they were sharing and they were talking about someone who they jointly knew who was in a horrific accident you know and you know he's a christian and uh now, Lori was listening and just looking for opportunities that she could minister. But, you know, unless you have revelation, unless you have illumination, you're, you're, you're not going to see it. You're not going to see the truth. And um, especially if, if you've been in, involved in, in a Christian walk for any period of time. You know, like, I... I, I Lori will tell me, you know, I, I just don't understand how they, they, they don't see it and they can't see it, the truths of God's word in our new covenant. And I would tell her, Lori, for 35 years, we operated the same way. 
We operated, yes, from the truths of the scriptures, but we operated from, from the wrong covenants. We operated from mixture. You know, we didn't know. You know, when it came to healing, you know, the, the man of God that, that taught us and, 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 and delivered the word to us, you know, uh, we, we, just, we just believed. And let me tell you something. Because the word of God is true, you could pretty much prove anything you want. Now, now, don't get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. I believe that the pulpits are filled with many sincere, you know, preachers and pastors and teachers. But I'm going to be honest with you. Many of them are sincerely wrong. And, and, and I would say the main reason is because they don't understand the covenants. They don't understand what, what was obsolete, what was made obsolete. They don't understand what was disannulled. And they don't understand how to operate in the new and better and stay there and teach from that. So this person that we were with was talking about um, someone who uh, my wife knew. And again, a Christian, but he was in a situation where he was in a horrific accident. And, you know, life support. Life support removed, but still, you know, uh, in a in a coma, a coma, a comatose state. But and and then and then the comment is made, and I believe it's a, you know, it's a sincere comment. It's a very sincere comment. Um, but now it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. If God wants to bring about a healing, or if God wants to, you know. Bring him home. And, and I remember, you know, we were all the gospel growing up. We were all the gospel for 30, 35 years, 30 plus years, all the gospel. And, and, and we were taught that there's four reasons why Christians are sick. Four. Number one, um, because God is chastising them. Chastising them. Whew. Number two, because... God is building character in them. You know? Number three, God's calling them home, sickness unto death. And number four, sometimes, sometimes, it's unto the glory of God. You know? And, uh, and so how do you have faith? What do, you, what do you have faith in? You know, hey, God... Well, I'm having faith that it's number four. Uh, I'm, I'm having, having faith. I'm not, I, I hope it's not number one, two, or three, you know. Huh. I'm not ready to go home, you know. There's a lot to do, you know. And chastising, chastising. You know, scriptures are inspired, but there's a lot of erroneous translations. And again, there's, there's, wrong, there's the, the covenant that has been replaced. You can, find, you can find any one of those truths, you know, from the word of God. But they're not the truths that we live in now. And, and you know, I'm just so grateful. And, and I don't know why. I don't know why that, you know, I don't know why, but I'm just so grateful and I'm just so thankful that there came a day when, like the Apostle Paul, the scales fell from my eyes and I was able to have illumination and revelation and see 
the new and better covenant that I was supposed to be living in. Now, there's only one reason why I wasn't living in it. Because I wasn't choosing to live in it. I wasn't adhering to it or believing in it fully. Solely. Wholly. Prior to that, man, there was just so much mixture. In fact, you, I would dare say that I was living, I was living more out of the covenant of law than I was out of the covenant of grace. The only part of the covenant of grace I was living in was, man, I knew I was a wretched sinner. Oh, I knew I was a filthy sinner. Oh, I knew God was getting ready to spit me out of his mouth, you know? So the only part of the new covenant I was living in is, oh, God, have mercy on me. I was not living in, in, the, in the covenant of, of, of grace and of, of the new and better covenant, you know, with our Lord, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, where at that moment, he puts me at peace with God. Why? Because he who knew no sin became sin, that I might be made the righteousness of God in him. He was delivered from my transgressions and was raised from my declaration of righteousness. Romans chapter 4, verse 25. And Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, being justified. Not therefore you will one day be justified. Not, not, not therefore one day you will become righteous. No, therefore being justified. No, therefore being made righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. I have peace with God. I have peace with God. I have peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. I'm righteous. And that, Colossians chapter 1 verse 12, qualifies me. God qualified me to qualify for the greatness of my inheritance. Where I'm not just an heir, I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. That means what's his is mine. You know, New Testament is not the new covenant. The new covenant is contained in the New Testament, but it's up to us to rightly divide. And, you know, like I said, you, you just can't make people. You just can't make people see it. It's going to be up to God. You could pray for them to, to have the spirit of wisdom and revelation ignited from within them. And, you know, you could pray that their eyes of understanding would become illuminated. Because without that, they won't see it. I went years in the wrong lane. I went years living in the wrong covenant. And uh, it wasn't until my wife came down with an incurable disease and she pleaded with me to, to, to read a book. And it wasn't the, that the book had new insights. It wasn't. You know, God Wants You Well by Andrew Womack. I didn't want to read it because I knew all there was to know about healing. In fact, we know we had one of the best teachers there was who I believe, again, was sincere, but sincerely wrong. So I decided to read it, and all of a sudden, it's like the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9, you know, it's like the, the two that are on the road to Demaeus in Luke chapter 24, verse 45, my eyes were opened up to understand the scriptures. And I was able to see the new and better covenant of grace and, and, and make a decision to live in that only. To live there only. Not by my works of righteousness. Not by my works of righteousness, but by his works. For by grace, through faith, and they are a gift. Not of works. Never of work, lest any man should boast. And all of a sudden, 
I started walking in healing. Prior to that, for 30 years, 35 years, you know, we just, we just, there was only one healing I could remember. And, and the amazing thing about it was God was revealing to me something there, and I didn't pick up on it. You know, my wife, um, I believe it was after we had Allison, you know, she could not stop hemorrhaging no, no, matter, no matter what. It's almost like the, the, you know, it's like it's almost like the woman with the hemorrhage in, in the uh, in the New Testament. And no matter what, doctors' visits, you know, all kinds of attempts, and it just wasn't stopping. And I was upstairs; she was downstairs in the kitchen, and I was reading for Mark. You know, about the woman woman with the hemorrhage how she just touched the hem of his garment because she heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. She said, if I would just touch him, but she was healed. And the Holy Spirit told me, you know, get up out of your bed, go downstairs, lay your hands on your wife and pray and she will be healed. And I said, okay. And I went downstairs and I prayed for her and it stopped. You know, I should have known right there. Wow. Wow. It's all about hearing. It's all about revelation. It's all about receiving words from the Holy Spirit. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And I just praise God. Because my wife's, you know, um, uncurable disease was cured. My daughter's uncurable disease of alopecia totalis, she was cured. I had miracles take place in my grandchildren. My son, with his cancer. Me, breathing disorders, diverticulitis, bad knees. And many of you know, the enemy tried to, tried to take me out with cancer. I'm just so grateful, I knew. I knew not to pray, you know. Oh, God, what is it? What sin have I committed? Listen, as far as the Lord knows and as far as the Lord is concerned, sins and iniquities, he no longer counts against us. That's from his word, Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 8. Your sins and iniquities I remember no more. They've been carried away. They've been done away. Chastisement? You know, where, where does that come from? When you read uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 10, where it talks about our new covenant, you know, our, our, our heart that's after God, a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. You know, sins and iniquities he remembers no more, that through one sacrifice he perfected forever those he sanctified. And then it goes on to say, the Holy Spirit are, are witnesses to these things. He doesn't condemn us of sin. He convinces us of our righteous, of our righteousness. And, uh, so I was just, I was just oh, so glad. There was, I, I was just so at peace, so rejoiceful that, no, this wasn't about chastisement. This wasn't about, you know, uh, character building. And God wasn't calling me home because there was too much work to be done. Wasn't calling my wife home. Wasn't calling my daughter home. Wasn't calling my son home. You know, you want to say this was for the glory of God? Hmm. It's all for the glory of God. 
Because now healing has been provided for by Jesus when he said, finished. It's finished. It's a done deal. The law of the spirit of life has freed us from the law of sin and of death. That's in Romans chapter 8. And so, I just praise God and I thank God. And I say, at times, I say, why me? Why Lori? Why Allison? Why my son Brandon? Why my grandchildren? Why, why, why? And then I know why. Because we're living in the right covenant. And we're believing the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And um, I hope you guys are, are enjoying this. But I know it might go a little bit long. But I'm only on two times a week now. Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings. Mm. So it might be a little bit longer. And this is why Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, and I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm going to keep preaching the gospel of Christ, the gospel of grace. Why? Because it's the power of God for salvation to all who believe. The power of God for salvation, soteria. The power of God for forgiveness of sins. The power of God for rescue. The power of God for redemption. The power of God for healing. And it says to all who believe. To the Jew first and then the Gentile. And this is powerful. Verse 17, for therein lies the righteousness of God. Where? In believing the gospel. So you believe in the gospel. You accept the gospel. You receive the gospel of grace. Grace. There's the righteousness of God, and the righteousness of God qualifies you to qualify for every blessing of God. And it becomes his power in your life for soteria, for salvation. I never heard these messages for 30 years, in those 30 years or 35 years. And so, there's a portion of scripture. Wow, we're just getting started. I know my mom's on. I know Kay's on. Good morning, guys. I know more people will follow on later. I know my lovely wife is watching from the other room. <laughs> I know Lynn is watching. There'll be more. But I want to look at a verse here, and then we're going to look at another passion of Scripture. And it says, Do not be deceived and misled. Evil communications or evil companionships or Evil associations, okay, can corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Now, communications, companionships, communions, right? Evil, one who does bad, an evildoer, corrupts, right? Defiles and destroys manners, right? Habits, character. I want to let you know about this portion of scripture. This is not this is not just merely talking about evil and wicked and vile people. It's just not. It's just talking about communications that are contrary to the truth. If you are in companionship, if if you are fellowshipping with those whose communications are going to keep driving you away from the truth, 
driving you away from, from the truth of the new covenant, the truth of, of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the truth where all the promises of God are yes and amen. You're never going to be operating in the truth and in, 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 the, in, in the abundance of living and life that God, through Jesus Christ, has intended us to have. We were with another couple, you know, over, the, over, over this weekend at our, our picnic. You know, we were, with, we, we were with several other couples, you know, and we try to minister to them as best we can. But they continue to put themselves in positions where they get evil or contrary communications. We had a couple, you know, last Wednesday come to our fellowship and we, min we were ministering to them healing and, and, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they were believing and they were accepting it. And, and then, you know, we asked them, is, is this the teaching that you're submitting yourself to and under? on some No, nobody believes that. Nobody teaches that. No. I'm like, well, how can you keep subjecting yourself to that communication over and over and over again? Evil and wrong, wrongful communications, communications from the wrong covenant are going to corrupt your believing in the right covenant. I can't put it any more simply than that. Same thing with uh, on Sunday, another couple, you know. In fact, these teachings are so contrary to what they're hearing that it's like I, they just can't accept them. They just can't believe them. Well, no, you can't. Not without revelation and illumination of the Holy Spirit. But, but again, it's because of the lane of teaching where they're at. Listen, I'm telling you right here, right now. If you're, if you're in a place of companionship and fellowship where you're not hearing the true, too good to be true news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you are solely seated and fixed in our new covenant of grace, then you've got to get out of there and you've got to leave. And not only that, if you're listening to messages on the internet, you know, if you're listening to messages on Facebook, Facebook or wherever, on YouTube, even from trusted leaders and when, and you're hearing messages on mixture, on what you need to do, or what you need to, what, what your responsibilities, you know, or anything contrary to, it's already been done and provided for by Jesus Christ, and we enter into the fullness of it by, you know, by putting, putting our faith in Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, but you need to get out of there. You need to leave. You need to leave. Because you're always going to be in conflict. You're always going to be in turmoil. I don't know where this is coming from, guys, but it's heavy on my heart. I, I was reading uh, in Numbers chapter 24. Numbers chapter 24, verses 1 through 13. Now, I don't have time to, to, to read this, but I want you to go look at Numbers chapter 24, verses 1 through 13. Basically, it's the in, inter, interchange of, of, of communication between Balaam and Balak. And Balak hated the nation of Israel. And, 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 and he hired Balaam to come and pronounce cursing to the nation of Israel. Because he knew when, when Balak knew when Balaam spoke, it happened. So the accounting in, in Numbers 24 goes like this, where, where Balaam is sent to bring a curse 
And the only thing that comes out of his mouth is a blessing. It's a blessing. Now, Balak is mad and he's upset. And, and Balaam tells him, listen, you can give me all the gold and all the silver you want. But curses can never come out of my mouth. I can never, I can never curse whom God has blessed. All right? So you have to understand, we are blessed. We are supposed to be living in the blessing, living in the overflow, living in the abundance. But you see, Balaam could not curse. And we could not be cursed. But what did Balaam tell Balak? I'll tell you what. Let your people start intermingling with the Israelites. Let your women start hanging around with their men. Let your children start playing with their children. You know, let there become an intermingling of the groups. Now, all of a sudden, you read in chapter 25, where God is looking now, and he's looking at his people and how his people are making are, are making sacrifices to the, the the idols of Baal and 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 they've lost they've lost themselves and 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 they've brought upon curses themselves. Why? Because of because of evil communications, evil communion, evil, you know, joinings with other people who who think con who contrary to, you know, the true and rightful words of God that they were supposed to be living with. Now, what you see there, I believe, is a picture of what happens. Of what happens. Follow me. Follow me with this. In the book of Proverbs, it tells us in chapter 23, verse 7, for as a man thinks, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Right? Remember that. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man believes, so is he. As a man believes, so is he. As a man believes, so it happens. As a man thinks, so it will be unto him. And now we know in Psalm chapter 89, verse 34 and 35, it says, My covenant will I not break or profane, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once for all, have I sworn by my holiness, which cannot be violated. I will not lie to my son David. So here's God telling us, I will not violate my covenant. I will not violate my covenant. But you know what? It doesn't say there. What it doesn't say there is, But I will not violate your covenant. God will not violate your covenant. And this is why it becomes important who we're fellowshipping with, who our communications are with. It, not only with people, not only from ministries, you know, kind of movies that we're watching. Even pure flicks, even nice Christian pure flicks movies. My wife and I are very, very picky with what we watch. And we found out very early we can't watch pure pure flick movies. We just can't pick watch a pure flick movie because everybody's getting cancer and everybody's dying and nobody gets healed. You know, we 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 all we all also had to be careful when we were watching The Chosen because people believe that 
you know, that the chosen, it, it, this is the word of God. This is how it really is. That, 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 that's really Jesus. And those are really the disciples. You know, we forget all the disclaimers that how they've taken liberty. Yeah, they have taken liberty. Can you imagine Jesus going to Matthew? Who Was it Matthew? Or was it Bartholomew? Nathaniel? I forget which one it was. Who was, who was crippled and who was walking with, with, with a staff? You know? And looked at Jesus, you know? And Jesus said to him, do you want me to heal you? I'll heal you. But how much better would it be if you remain in this sick, 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 uh, sickened place? Won't it be a better testimony? To Come on, man. So you see now, now that, yeah, the chosen is great and it's leading many people to the Lord. Amen. But my, my understanding and my thinking is I want people to come to know the Lord and when they do, I want them to become true disciples of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ or not, or they will not enjoy the, 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 the more abundant living that Christ gave, came to, to provide. So, so we have to be, you have to, we have to be commercials. Every other commercial is on, you know, this medication and that medication and this illness and this sickness. Just turn it off. It's not only what you get from the church, it's what you get from, from on your own, from your TVs, from your... Now, now I'm, not, I'm not being legalistic and I'm not being lawful and I'm not telling you, stop it, don't do it. What I am telling you is evil communications, corrupted communications... Right? Will throw you off the true and too good to be true news, gospel of our of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I want to operate in that and in that only. So, you know, my message to you is just is just simply this. Stay in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay dependent upon him and him only. Not at all or in any way on and dependent upon your own good works and your own good deeds and your own responsibility. For it's all about Jesus Christ. It's all about what he did, what he completed, what he finished. It's all about the covenant that he forged between himself and the Father, which is faultless. Because the only dependence that we have is just faith in Jesus Christ. That's it, period. Put our faith in Jesus Christ and operate in that right covenant. So no, this is not about don't do this and don't do that. This is about me just putting out there. We're free to enjoy any communication that we want. We're free to listen to any ministry that we want but what i'm putting out to you and what i'm suggesting is that you use the wisdom that you have within you because we all have the mind of christ and you look to the holy spirit and you use your right grace your right and correct grace filters i am i can and i have to determine whether or not the communications you're entertaining are keeping you from the fullness of the blessing. So I hope I didn't get anybody upset and I hope I didn't get anybody mad. This is just on my heart. I want to see you all thrive. 
I want to see you all thrive in the blessings and in the glory and in the provision that has already been provided for us. Stay in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace by faith, giftings from him, not works, lest any man should boast. It is done. It is finished. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. He has qualified us to qualify for our great inheritance. Period. If he has qualified us to qualify, then that means we are qualified. So this is Pastor Lenny saying goodbye. I love you. I hope you had a good time this morning. And we will see you Thursday. Maybe I can get Lori out of bed a little bit earlier. <laughs> and she can join me live on Thursday. I love you. Walk in the blessings.